So as we just simply hear those chimes, we allow ourselves to drop in. We might even close our eyes. We might even bow our heads to release so much living that happens within our heads. So much thinking, 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 good, bad, right, wrong, should, shouldn't, better, worse, got to, got to, got to, got to, got to do this, shoulda, shoulda, shoulda done that, wish I didn't have to do this, wish I didn't have to do that, all these thoughts, 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 so many thoughts that we get so confused that we think this is life, all these thoughts, thinking these thoughts, finding my way, finding your way out of the maze of all these thoughts, as if this is life. Meanwhile, there's the smell of a flower. There's a little bug that we can see moving on the concrete sidewalk. There's a breeze to be felt. There's the sun or the rain to be experienced. There's presence, there's presence in the touch, in the taste, in the smell, in the sounds. That are all around us. Life is happening. This is pure experience of life. So we come together in prayer to experience life as it's occurring as a gift rather than the thinking, 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 thinking. Now I know it sounds like, well, don't we have to think? Certainly there's logistical thoughts, but so much grace, so much living by simply allowing life to be a gift is available to us. So I know I've said a lot here for an opening prayer. But this is what's coming through for us in this episode of Prayer on the Air, that we may bow all this conceptual living for experience. Now, as I speak this, in the experience is the gift, is presence, is the presence of God. So this is the journey we are making today. This is the stuff out of which miracles unfold. It's pure non-resistance, right? In our thinking, we resist this and we resist that and we resist this other thing. But in our experience, we allow, we let it occur. I bless each and every one of us present here for prayer on the air, listening I accept that this blessing is powerful, it's real, it's a transmission of upliftment. And I open myself to it as I invite you to open yourself to being blessed, being blessed, being blessed. I accept that that which is to be said is said, what is to be heard is heard, what is to be released is released, and that which is to be embraced welcomed, is embraced and welcomed. And so it is. Amen.
Amen. Amen. I was told once to do a prayer, uh, kind of like a prayer mantra, which was just, bless my life, bless my life, bless my life. It's a good one, you know, through the day, bless my life, bless my life, bless my life. And it's okay if we can just let it be. Like, who's blessing my life? Like, where's God? God's blessing my life? Are you blessing my life? Is that butterfly fly blessing my life? I just really encourage us to let that, let ourselves be so open to the mystery, the mystery, the mystery that blesses our lives. Like, you are blessing my life. I am blessing your life. You're blessing one another's lives right now. So what a joy it is. My name is Angela Montano, and this is Prayer on the Air. Uh, In this hour of prayer power, in this prayer podcast, you are invited to enter into a state of prayerfulness where you are open to healing, miracles, and love on behalf of yourself and others. Uh, If you are listening to Prayer on the Air via a streaming service like Spotify or Apple iTunes, I ask that you subscribe. Please give this podcast a five-star review or no review. Thank you. It really helps. Also, uh, you can go to my website, AngelaMontano.com, and you get to join us live and in real time for the podcast. That happens Mondays, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I would love to hear your voice, your prayer request, and see your face if you are open to it. You can also come live via just uh, audio. Uh, you don't have to show your face. I love to see it, but all all is good. You know, it's such a gift sometimes not to show our face, like if we don't feel like it. So I certainly, certainly understand that. Ah, So we come together from, I was last saying 51 countries and it has jumped to 52. I'm so stunned by that. As everyone knows, every time I mention it, I'm just so stunned because our prayer circle still, I think of us as quite intimate, quite small. Uh, because as I look at the uh, demographics, it's like three people in Australia, one person in, uh, you know, I can't remember, Singapore, you know. So, but here we are. But what a, what a broad span we have. I never was even on an airplane till I was in college. So just the idea of faraway places is is still quite stunning, shocking, amazing to me. Uh, my mother and father grew up in the Appalachian region of Virginia, and they call it the holler. You live in the holler. And the it's very dark in the hollows, hollers because the mountains are so steep. So by 4 o'clock, the sun is nowhere to be found. And I remember my mother telling me as a little girl, like she was always like, what's over the holler? What's over the holler? So I feel like you all are everybody who's over the holler. And we're getting to be connected in prayer in in this extraordinary way. Now, this uh, podcast is 
trans denominational, I think we could call it. So people join from all over the world, as I was just saying, but different religions. So among us are Jews, Christians, Hindu, Buddhist, Muslim, atheist, a group of us who call ourselves spiritual but not religious. And yet prayer, we're coming together for prayer, for this unifying experience of prayer. And um, I, I, th I was just thinking as I was getting ready for the podcast today about that quote um, by Alfred Lord Tennyson, you know, more good has been wrought through prayer than this world dreamt of, you know, and it's so interesting to think about a quote like that. And the one I constantly uh, repeat that I feel like is the emblem of prayer on the air, which is the quote by Gandhi, prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. Prayer from the heart can achieve what nothing else in the world can. And Alfred Lord Tennyson, more good has been wrought through prayer than this world dreamt of. And yet, you know, prayer is so misunderstood or, you know, it's such almost, it's a trigger word. The word prayer is a trigger word. And, you know, I think about with all the political, um, you know, uh, stuff that we've had going on all over the world, uh, you know, you know, I've he I've heard in our country, in this country of the United States, politicians, you know, say our thoughts or prayers are with you, and then activists say, you know, well, we don't want your thoughts and prayers; we want action. You know, and so that word, my prayers are with you. I'll pray for you. It can sound like such a platitude. It can sound so and be insincere. You know, when Gandhi says prayer from the heart, he's talking about sincere prayer. He's like, your heart's in it. You know, are we going to put our hearts in it today for one another? Like, that's a deep offering. And it requires so much intimacy, so much vulnerability to drop deeply into prayer. Uh, to, to feel vulnerable and compassionate on behalf of someone else, you know, rather than judging someone or, or judging a situation or judging our own, that, that, that traversing into our heart, that's where we tap into universal love. And the Course in Miracles says that prayer is a distribution system for love. And I do love that. I think that's a beautiful definition. I was thinking about that this morning too. And you know, when I think of a distribution system, it's like, well, your love is there and I need some help, help, give me some, send me some, you know, Venmo me some prayer, you know, uh, Zell me some prayer energy, prayer support. And yet the way it actually works, I was thinking is maybe more than the word transition, a better word is, I mean, the word distribution, maybe the better word is transmission. Like, when I think of distribution versus transmission, to me, transmission is like I might be able to transmit some awareness of love that you already are. You already are and you already have it. But a person's presence might awaken that in you. And when you think about Everyone, everywhere we go is really our teacher. The, the Tao Te Ching says, what is a good man? But a bad man's 
teacher. What is a bad man but a good man's lesson? Meaning everyone and everything, whether it's the most frustrating situation you're dealing with or the most woohoo, blissful, ah, relief situation you're dealing with, it's all meant to be your teacher to walk you home to your true nature, to your true nature. That would be the self with the capital S. We could also call it no self, just pure unbounded consciousness. We can call it God. We can call it the universe. I, I find it very interesting that, you know, I, I might say something like, you know, thank you to you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think it's interesting that Y-O-U, you, you know, is also, if we text, sometimes we'll just do a big U or a U, you know, a U. Like you, thank you, thank you. It's really like thank you universe. It's like the gratitude, you know. If we could just open to gratitude for for everything and everyone as a potential gift. God is loving you and me in ways we understand. If that makes sense, that feels like love. And then God is loving us in ways we don't understand. Take this bitter taste from me. Take this bitter cup from me. So I feel what's coming forward as we meet today is an even greater dedication and devotion and willingness to see the love that is within and all around us. To, to be available to the love that you are, the love that is all around. Now the mind, the ego wants to categorize everything in, you know, black and white, good and bad. You know, you're my friend, you're not my friend. This is abundance, this is an abundance. You know, so it's very interesting what came forward in our opening prayer, this idea of bowing all that head trippy stuff of categorizing our lives in in such a manner so please raise your hand uh, for anyone who has a prayer request i invite everyone to raise their hand every single person and if you've never raised your hand i also invite you especially um, just whomever would like to have a prayer Hi, Jennifer. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for that beautiful opening. It's bringing tears to my eyes mm. just to feel connected with my heart again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what you, you bring to us, and I am so grateful. Mm-hmm. You are so welcome. Um, a, a prayer request that I'd like to ask for, and it seems so trivial, but it is becoming a little bit monumental in my life, <laughs> is that I've recently moved like to a new town an hour away from where I was living for the last like, 30 years mostly. And um, I love it here in this new town. And I love my new home. 
The conundrum is that I'm only half unpacked and I can't seem to finish the job. <laughs> I've got still like 15 or more boxes around and there's just something in me that's like, no, it won't. And it's becoming a little bit chaotic now to have these boxes and I'm, I'm starting to miss certain things. Like I opened up the basic boxes, so I'm all set. But I don't know, you know, if it's that it's the heaviness of the pads in the boxes. I don't know if it's just resistance that's built up. And I, yeah, anyway, um, the ego has, as you mentioned today, has all these judgments. And, and then I have some people who now who are judging me too, friends and neighbors. And um, so anyway, yes, I'd love some clarity and compassion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, for my inaction. <laughs> you know, aren't we a mystery to ourselves? You know, I, I feel, I mean, I, I think this is a totally, a statement I'm, I'm about to make is one of total hubris, but I feel like, has anyone worked on themselves more than me? <laughs> you know, and yet I'm still a complete mystery to myself. You know, and and the first thing I want to do is honor I, you know, Jennifer, the complete, utter, total perfection of what is. The complete, total, utter perfection of what is. That it's perfect that the boxes that have been unpacked are unpacked. And it's perfect that the ones that haven't been unpacked are not unpacked. And even the chaos that you experience to some degree, like, where's this? Oh my God, it's in one of those 15 boxes. Even that is perfect. So as I say that to you, how could that be? How could it be perfect just the way it is? Any person that's judging you, whether it's a projection of your own judgment or whether they're like having coffee talking about you right now, right? Like, all that is perfect. How could it all be perfect? What comes up for you when I say that? I relax and just, it feels like it's perfect because it is. Yes. <laughs> it is as it is. And just to um, allow that to be. Yes. Grateful for my new home, grateful for objects I have out, grateful for objects in the boxes, grateful for the boxes themselves. Yeah. Um, maybe the adventure mm -hmm. yet to come in the unpacking. I don't know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think that's really fascinating that you had when I, when I'm speaking about the reality of the perfection of what is, you relax. That, that, that is that truth resonating. And so as you're moving from one place to another, and there's so much that you love, it's possible, too, that there is a movement in the interior of your being as well. And there's some things that don't want bear with me, that like no longer serve you, that may have served you before. And what I'm getting at 
And what I'm sensing is should, the word should, shoulding. Like who would you be, Jennifer, without should? You've moved into a new place. And we all know you should have all the boxes, boxes unpacked. Like we've all voted on that. We all know that. Like that assumption, right? That there's a way it should be. Like I'm sensing that you're getting to be you. And you're attuning to a process that is deeply attuned to you. That's very nurturing. And it's requiring you to let fall away this should. Whether that's cultural, societal, like something, it's just too small a container for you now. How does that feel when I say that? That just totally resonates. It was yeah. Like, ding. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It, it resonates for me too, for you as well. You know, and, and it's like, I don't know, I don't think this is exactly it or perfect, but it's kind of like, I'm thinking of myself right now. Like I definitely went for the good girl archetype. Like that was how I was going to survive through life. And like a good girl unpacks her boxes, you know, a good girl has the laundry done, a good girl, you know, and it's like, oh my God, there's no me left inside of that good, you know, like I don't have any room to play because the minute one thing gets done that the good girl should do, the next good girl thing, I mean, it's almost like good girls don't have fun, you know, I don't know. So I don't know what it is for you, but like something wants to shake off. And when you think of like leaves, you know, like a, a the breeze, you know, blowing and letting old leaves shake off of a tree, you know, so that the new life can grow. Shaking off, yeah, shame and guilt. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And then this one other kind of wild idea came in. It's like, I just, right when you started talking about the 15 or so more boxes, I just like flashed right into me was the word vacation. And it's like, would you let yourself take a vacation right now with 15 boxes unpacked? Could, you know, are you allowed to go somewhere else for a day or a half a day or two days or three days or more if you haven't unpacked? You know, like, I just thought like vacation, like what, what, what's your response to that? Yes. Uh, because that's a battle that's been going on within me. Um, it's summer here in Canada and that's pretty short. And part of me is just like for the first week, I just needed to relax. And then the second week I wanted to explore the new environs <laughs> and just get out. And now it's really hot here. And I just yesterday I just sat outside and enjoyed um, uh, and it's it's funny like when I first moved here I had people saying that they had moved themselves and they had boxes still a year later but it was just in the last two or three days I had a neighbor knocking at my door and then my best friend both of them were saying like so have you unpacked yet and how can you stand it so I guess that I think but I think that is also a reflection of self-judgment that I I've, I've started 
doing now because I'm not the good girl. I, I, you know, it's like chaos. <laughs> so, so much of what you've said, just, yeah, it's cracking the nut open. <laughs> yes, yes. And so often when someone says something like, like, have you unpacked yet? How can you stand it? It's like if we didn't interpret that in any way, and we just answered, have you unpacked yet? Partially, not all the way, but partially, how do you stand it? It's fascinating to stand it. It's incredible. You know, I've got some stuff out. I don't have other stuff. It's just amazing to stand it, you, you know? You know, this idea of defenselessness, you know, just you answer as it is. You know, I, I, you know. And listen to you, though, Jennifer. Like, listen to the intelligence. You had the inner guidance to relax when you first got here. Then you had the inner guidance to explore. Like, I wonder what will happen as you continue to trust yourself. Can you trust yourself? Or like, if I trust myself, those 15 boxes are going to be here 15 years from now. Or, you know, you know or, or do we need that whip? Do we need to whip ourselves with that should? Should is the stick we beat ourselves with. You know, what, what would happen? And how free are you willing to be within this exquisite movement of energy, of real original energy? So those are my thoughts as I listen and as we talk. Anything else before we pray? No, thank you. I've got tears just streaming mm. down my face. And to me, that's truth. You know, it's, it's hitting the core of me and it's really speaking to, to my essence. Um, yeah. And it's hearing and thank you so much. It's connecting me, reconnecting me with the trust of opening to trusting myself <laughs> beautiful <laughs> yeah and, here. <laughs> yeah and this is why you know you started out with it's trivial but it's turning into monumental like in what we think of like i don't know that anything's trivial but in the smallest minute kind of detail can be an awakening to our liberation to our freedom you know so there's just no way to call it to cat rank it, you know? So beautiful. So let us, let us pray. Thank you, Angela. Hmm. I, I feel like I could sit in this with you, Jennifer, <clears throat> all day, really. Just to sit in this assumption, there's a way things should be. And if I don't have them the way they should be, I'm losing or I'm, I'm wrong. And, and who says how things should be? A friend, a neighbor, are they the authority of our lives? And who knows? Maybe they're seeking inspiration from you. Who knows? But what we're really laying at the altar of the Holy Spirit right now, that just, just what can feel like such a, a stubborn harshness, such a, such a righteous authority of should. As if there's a way things are supposed to be, and how could we know what that is? How could we know more than God? 
So I know something magnificent is happening where Jennifer is, where I am, where all of us are right now. And we're being given an amazing opportunity to just drop into deeper humility. Humility is the I don't know mind. Humility is the open mind. Where we're not prescribing what should be and, you know, we got to wrestle what is into alignment with the ideal. The ideal is to be unpacked and what is the actual you know, well, we got to get that into what the ideal is. This is no way to live, right? Every box partially opened, completely unpacked, every box not even touched is absolutely perfect. This is a divine process. Something so deep and beautiful is opening here. And the box being opened right now is Jennifer's very own consciousness. Her consciousness of self-trust, her consciousness of living from her heart, her consciousness of adventure, her consciousness of courage, being so courageous to follow the golden breadcrumbs, just doing the next indicated action, which yesterday was enjoying the heat and sitting outside. I see Jennifer in her power. I see her as a maverick. I see her living according to the still small voice within that knows how to live. That knows how to live. That's guiding her in this rich, full life of hers. I claim for Jennifer freedom from all resistance. Just resistance of any kind. Just let everything be okay. Let everything be okay. Let everything be okay. Every box that's opened or unopened, let it all be okay. It's let everything be okay. Non-resistance. This is the word that comes forward for Jennifer. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I know I am, you are, we are blessed as we hold this beautiful space for Jennifer. I let it be and so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> You're so, so welcome. <clears throat> okay, Eileen. Good morning. Can you hear me? Beautifully, yes. Oh my gosh. As usual, Jennifer's prayer is my prayer. It's the one that I needed. And <laughs> me too, me too. <laughs> different circumstances, but just this not wanting to make a mistake and make the right decision and the good decision and... You know, when you were talking about good girls, and I finished my good girl sentence with good girls, please everyone, you know, and I'm trying to, I have this Zoom that I could go on, but then my brother, I have two brothers, one has passed, and my brother who is alive called and I haven't seen him for a while and he can meet for dinner and do I cancel this? It's just like, oh, I don't want anyone to be mad at me and I want to make the right decision. And I'm going to just say all day long, no matter what I do, isn't that fascinating? Isn't that fascinating that you would let that bother you? And isn't that fascinating that the answer is to just say as it is, I have some anxiety about my decisions. Amen. Beautiful. <laughs> I love that, Eileen. Isn't that fascinating? You know, that's another way to be with what is. And that's such a great statement. That's so that opens our mind. 
I love that. Well, you said it. <laughs> I just, I stole it from you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but what's so interesting, Jennifer and Eileen, I have a ton of boxes in my house right now. Uh, my daughter has a bunch of stuff from moving uh, home from college. And it's like, so it's just so interesting that anyway, we're all one is my point. So do you have a prayer request in there, Eileen? I think for peace that um, mm -hmm. I would just let myself be, you know, to that I have goodness in my heart. And so the decisions I make are going to be kind. And well, what happened on Sundays at um, my spiritual center, two people ahead of me were talking like they're really good friends. And then they said, go meet someone new. And I walked up to them and they were talking and I said, you guys can't talk to each other. It's time to meet someone new. And they kind of reared back. And um, afterwards I went up and I said, I would like to apologize. I was trying to be clever and cute. And I think I was abrupt. And the one said, oh, you weren't abrupt. And I thought, you know, people don't know what to do with apologies when we come true and say, that was not my best self. I you know, whatever. So I was uncomfortable about that. So it seems I store up a couple of these uncomfortables and then I'm like, oh my goodness, Eileen, can you just make a decision and be peaceful? <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, it is very hard to stay on our side of the street, you know, right? What you were apologizing for was basically telling someone else what to do just because you're following the rules of meet someone new doesn't mean other people are, are, you know, following that same instruction. And then when you felt something in you that felt like less than the energy of the grace that you are, it makes sense to make amends. Oh gosh, you know, I'm sorry. I think I was abrupt there. That's a beautiful thing. And then it's okay if they don't or can't receive it, or maybe they aren't being honest with you. It's hard to be honest, <clears throat> you know? It's hard to be honest, that honest yes, that honest no, that honesty is hard. And so, but that's none of your business. You know, you are in perfect alignment with your human walk. That's all that matters. And, 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 and it's an astounding thing. I mean, man, wow, you know, woman, whatever, like to think there's no one else to please. There's no one to please. Like all you are, like, you know, how, like if we were really connected to one another, we would just be, you know, vibing in, connecting to a miracle, a wholeness. And when we really connect to the essence of a person, it would never occur to us to please them because their love and we're love and we're in a there's no sets of standards in god in reality and in, in the truth of who we are we would just be gazing at one another in 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 gratitude mm -hmm. you know yes it's only the ego edging God out that thinks we have someone to please, because if we don't, we're going to be left by our tribe. We'll be all alone. We'll be abandoned or something like that. So just imagine the energy we'd have if we freed it, all that energy up that would, would go to please someone else. Mm -hmm. And we could really live in what would feel good right now. What would feel really good right now? 
What would feel really good right now? What would feel deeply good right now? And we follow that. So. Yeah, drop the judgment. I want to drop the judgment. Get peace and drop judgment. Yeah. And I love, I'm sorry, I'm going to take a sip of my tea now. I've been drinking a lot of oolong tea lately and really into it. So I love your prayer request. Look how generous Eileen is to all of us. Her prayer request is to let myself be. I mean, mean, who doesn't want to join in with that one? To let myself be. So many of us, we live as if a gun's to our head, someone's choking us, knocking, you know, punching us in the stomach, and then nobody's there. We've got to let ourselves be. How is this possibly an inside job when my stinking thinking tells me shoulda, 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 gotta, 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 gotta. But it's an inside job. Let myself be. And and perhaps Eileen will lead the way. Maybe she will be right now one among us who who takes the lead in letting, letting herself be. Maybe we'll be able to catch that vibe and, and and catch that fragrance of letting ourselves be. Let us pray. It's just really beyond a joy. It's beyond a joy to just free of charge, no cost of admission. We have the opportunity, each and every one of us, to let ourselves be. To let ourselves be. You know, an image comes up. I think it was a movie I one time watched with my daughter when she was young. It was like this movie of a, she was like a princess and then something happened, but she ends up in this orphanage, but she knows she's a princess, but she's in the orphanage and, you know, she has to scrub the floors and she has to, you know, work and slave all day and do all these things. Uh, and then of course, in the end of the story, it's revealed her wealth and her abundance and, and she's freed and she frees the other orphans. And it's like so many of us are still, you know, uh, living as if there's a, uh, like a really torturing, like, you know, headmaster that's pointing their finger at us, should, 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 should. And meanwhile, that's all fabrication. That's a fabrication of imagination. That we're all liberated and free. And we just have to let ourselves be let ourselves be also reminds me of a tarot card i once saw and it's a child with very sad eyes behind these prison bars but in the card you see that the prison door is open it's not locked and Mm. and the child could walk right out but the child staring through the bars unaware not looking like oh the door's ajar just staring at the bars So this letting ourselves be, it's like letting ourselves just walk out of any prison we would have believed we were in, whether it's an internalized patriarchy or other fear-based 
models of ways of being. We just are free, 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 free. Eileen is free. And she is letting herself be. Letting peace be her only goal today. It's a beautiful lesson in the Course in Miracles. I let peace be my only goal today. I let myself be. This is what I am, you are, we are knowing for precious beloved Eileen. Letting herself be. Letting herself be. Opening, opening to the infinite peace. Eileen is infinite peace. Opening to the peace that is her own true nature. I allow and let it be in profound gratitude. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, Hagrante. Mm, thank you, Eileen. Go to the chat here. Uh, Mary Catherine writes, I got shivers when you said there's no one to please. Thank you, Jennifer and Eileen. Thank you, Mary Catherine. Well, I don't know that I've ever said that before, Mary Catherine. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever realized fully there's no one to please. I mean, can you imagine really sitting with that, meditating with that, digesting that, metabolizing that? There's the depth of that is really beyond words. And, and one of the deepest spaces in it is you and I and all of us here and all of us listening to the podcast, we <clears throat> perceive ourselves to be separate. You know, you live here, I live there, you're in this body, you're in this age, I'm in that age, you're in this gender, I'm in this one, this is my, what you got to know about me, this is what you got to know about you. But all of that is appearance, superficial, in reality. There's just one life. And it's animating all these aspects of itself. I heard, I once uh, heard it described as like a disco ball. And you know how you have all those different little squares of mirror on the disco ball. And so as it goes around, it makes all these colors and all this fragment of light. And it looks like all this shards of light are going all over the room and it's different ones. And yet it's all one beautiful ball of love. You know, so when you get really deep into source, you know, it's, or deep into God, deep into source, there's truly no one else to please. And then we become less interesting, interested in knowing about one another. I mean, that, that's all good and fine. And I find it interesting and even fascinating, but we, we just want to know one another. To know one another is to see the unbounded consciousness in each other, right? Like when we look at a newborn baby, you can kind of see that unformed, unbounded, pure consciousness. That's true for everyone, whether they're 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75. And to live in awareness of that is freedom and peace. Um... To raise your hand for anyone who's forgotten, you just go to the icon. It's a little reactions, it says down below. 
and uh, you just press that and you raise your hand. Ah, Mary Catherine. Hi. Hi. Thank you. How are you? Good. Um, I just wanted to say that um, this is such a beautiful prayer meeting today. Thank you. And, um, you know, for those of us, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I really had to um, grow up passing as something, you know, other than, and um, when you get the opportunity to really be yourself, like to even figure it out, and then to really be yourself, it can be it's such, you know, it's like learning to walk or something, yes. you know, it's, it's not like pow, you know, I've got it. So the learning curve, um, you know, why not? But it, it can feel, it can feel scary. Yes. That's and, such a um, great point. Yes. So the permission, the permission, when you, you get it, however you get it to, allow yourself to, you know, not unpack your boxes and just live your life the way you want to is, is it can be overwhelmingly beautiful. Um, so I just feel a lot of compassion for that because I'm, you know, I'm 60 and I'm just figuring out sometimes like, oh, there's a glimpse of the real Mary Catherine or something, you know, you ever get those yes, glimpses yes. where it's like, could that be me? <laughs> yeah. So I just, you know, when you, you're grow, you're growing up and, and like the community and the police and people say, you can't mm -mm, stay in that lane. And when you're kind of trying to branch out, you know, um, it's a little bit of a mixed bag. So I guess I, I just want to pray for like the support. Yes. Um, the safety net under there, all of us, for when we are able to not be so oppressed. Yeah. I so love what you're contributing, Mary Catherine, and it, it really is calling us to compassion. You know, you were talking about growing up, and it made me think of like my favorite song, or one of my favorite songs growing up was that Helen Reddy song. You know, I am woman, hear me roar, and numbers too big to ignore. Yeah, I love that. Not, you know, and all that. But in, you know, I could sing that in my bedroom alone. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean <clears throat> I could speak up in class the way I wanted to. You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like the learning curve, the compassion for just how much oppression in any way and i'm talking about really oppression of the ego you know oppression of believing mm -hmm. the constrictive constrictive perspectives you know i suppose yeah. but to be so gentle with ourselves it's kind of like if your leg has ever fallen asleep and you get up to stand on it as it's waking up you, you're a little scared how much weight can i put on it or is it to asleep you know, mm -hmm. so we do have to be so compassionate towards ourselves in the baby steps, just the baby steps of letting ourselves be. And it's such an important, I guess I would call it like 
I don't know if I want to call it a caution or a, I don't guess the word is caution, but you know, it's like we don't want to be either inflated or deflated, right? We don't want to no. be so inflated where we're going to let ourselves be and then like, you know, then, you know, five minutes from now I'm people pleasing, you know what I mean? And so we don't want inflation, but we don't want deflation. You know, we don't want to be in that de de deflated space of all that shooting and, and just having respect for, sometimes we do hit it out of the park. Sometimes we surprise ourselves with like, we were way more ready to let ourselves be than we'd given ourselves credit for. But then other times it is just like Mary Catherine says, a mixed bag. We kind of incrementally, you know, take two steps back, one step forward, and then three steps forward, one step back. And to really name all that perfect, you know, name all of that perfect as well and have compassion. Because the last things we want to do is say, okay, we're going to let ourselves be and then, oh, I didn't do that right, you know. <laughs> and also, I'm listening to you. I'm thinking about <clears throat> compassion for other humans who were raised to not love us. You know, I don't like Jews. I don't like Black people. I don't like gay people. Indigenous people should be wiped out. You know, whatever it is. Because I, I was raised amidst a lot of, like, legal racism. Mm. Yeah. And for people to, you know. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, Not just the person who's being liberated, but the, the oppressors who were like, oh, I now have to share this water fountain? Oh, Jews are allowed in this club now? You know, they're so used to seeing us as like something disgusting and other. Right. And, and you rarely hear people speak about having compassion. I mean, you do sometimes, obviously, in spiritual circles, but I'm thinking about the media and conversations and such um, in more, <clears throat> you know, I don't know, different talk shows and such that I've heard, but, but just... You know, for people who are oppressing other people, othering other people, they're just living in a very exaggerated should world. You know, they should live here and they should live here. And, you know, is it any different than, I know it's different. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm just saying it's a magnified version of our own, our own, you know, the ways we oppress ourselves with, you know, yeah. I should. Brainwashing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, brainwashing, but you know, mm -hmm. compassion and forgiveness. <sighs> you know, yeah. I'm amazed by the power of listening. When you really just deeply listen to someone with a different point of view than yours, or what you might think as as oppressive or racist, just listening with non-judgment, it seems to be like a miracle worker. Like not correcting and instead connecting. And it's almost like a person can walk themselves back to their own heart if they're not being judged. Amen. Thank you. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you, Mary Catherine. Do you have a prayer request or just sharing? Oh, I, I think just sharing and, you know, whenever it pops up to just, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to pray for the murderer, you know, the mm -hmm. oppressor, the, the person who's committed, a, you know, what we call crime. And I'm not an expert at that, but um, I would I would pray for that ability for myself, for people who I perceive that have harmed me, have hurt me, have said no to me, you know, throughout my life that, you know, it's not just me that needs freedom. Yeah. It's everybody. Yeah. I can't have it without them. Right. I don't know if you all ever saw years and years ago, the movie Dead Men Walking. Sister Prejean, yeah. Yeah. That, that that's a great movie that illustrates the point you're making mm -hmm. it's like are very we touching willing, very uh, touching and are we willing to honor the humanity in everyone mm -hmm. the humanity in everyone that's a tall order and it takes time you know i mean maybe it could happen in an instant i mean clearly she goes through a process with him mm -hmm. yeah <clears throat> Hmm. Beautiful to take the time. Yeah. So let us let us pray. I'm going to formulate a prayer around what you've said, Mary Catherine, if you're okay with that. Absolutely. So this, you know, this prayer on the air today was really, I almost want to say it like a conversation in prayer. It feels like a conversation in prayer, and it just so happens that today's prayer on the air was, you know, women speaking and women praying. We do have Frank and James and other men here. It's just really interesting to, to let this conversation have its way with us, to be metabolized, to be digested and metabolized, really open to what Mary Catherine is calling us to, which is really the perfect sort of conclusion to our prayer on the air, which is compassion for where we're at. You know, compassion for where we're at in, in the process of our own spiritual liberation. Compassion for all the ways in which we still, you know, oppress ourselves with a judgmental thought. Whatever part of us still believes we could be cast out of the kingdom of well-being. You know, whatever part of us thinks there's a right way and a wrong way to be. Whatever part of us is still susceptible to shame. You know, I've got to do this because what will they think of me if not? And what am I thinking of myself? So there's such a adventurous energy in our session today. It's, it's, it's quiet and yet it's powerful and it's just really standing in each of us has the right to be who we are we have a right to be how we are and everything is as it is and we really can name it all okay let everything be okay in the awareness that it is all love it is all born out of love in reality and truth and in God we're talking about laying down our stories that would interpret our life as something other than whole. 
I bless each and every one of us. I accept our Prayer on the Air episode is deeply blessed. I accept the energy and the transmission of this episode is eternal. It's of prayer. And that it goes with us and forever fortifies us and strengthens us in love, in lightness of being, in compassion, in peace, in letting ourselves be, in adventure, in self-trust. And I'm sure there's many more ways of speaking it. However it occurs to you, just simply let that be. And so it is that I let go. And I let God. I let the deeper I am. I let go. And I let God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And my website, AngelaMontano.com, everyone's enjoyed, I mean, invited to come to our Prayer on the Air Live, 10 a.m. Mondays. You just go to my website, sign up. I'll send you the link. And uh, thank you so much. And you can unmute, say whatever you'd like, and we will sign off. You didn't misspoke when you said everyone's enjoyed your website. It's Thank true. You, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Angela. So Thank you. Peace. Bye, Mary Catherine. Thank you. Love and peace to all. All of you. Have a good week. Yes, you too. Many blessings.